0: Voice does communicate so much more meaning than what you can read. No matter how well written it is, it's still the voice that really carries the meaning and the feeling of that. Uh, And you know, as a voice actor, how important that is um, and how much more it communicates.
1: Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. Sound plays a more important role in human behavior and our decision-making than you may realize. In this podcast, I'll help you understand the art and science of sound so you can better influence others in business and your life. I'm your host, Jody Krangle. Let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Jeff Vidler. I'm curious as to like what you've seen change over the last 10 years maybe in in listening habits, I guess. Besides the ride the rise of podcasting, which I yeah, I mean, it's been around for more than 10 years, I think, but...
0: Uh, yeah, we're talking, you're getting close to 20 now. Actually, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm curious what your take is on that.
0: Well, I mean, the, I think the biggest thing that's happened is technological, which is smartphones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and not just, you know... I mean, smartphones been around since, what, 2007? or Earlier, if you remember the Palm Trios and all that, but let's just <laughs> yeah. start with the iPhone in 2007. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's taken time for people to get full penetration and then for people to really use them, keep them with them all the time, and and really learn all the things they could do with them and how that smartphone can solve problems for them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that smartphones do is it solves the problem of downtime. When my mind is free, but my eyes are busy. (laughs) Yes. And I'm bored. Uh Uh-huh. I can, on my smartphone, I can find audio that my, you know, my eyes may be busy because I can't watch anything. And I may not be in one spot where I can do that. But I have audio that I can listen to music. I can listen to podcasts to keep me engaged and make my life less boring.
1: (laughs) So it fulfills that thing that happened when we were driving long distances and listening to talk radio. (laughs)
0: That's right. That's right. Can you imagine, you know, driving in a car for a long distance without listening to the radio? Well, it's kind of the smartphones kind of help to solve that problem for people in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, best example I can think of is, did a focus group. This is several years ago. Um, a millennial house painter, and he said, you know, he spends eight hours a day painting walls. His eyes are busy. But man, his mind is totally free. (laughs) And he was like the, probably the ultimate power podcast listener I've ever known because he said, I would go crazy.
1: I love it. If I didn't
0: have podcasts to listen to. And he was the guy who turned me on to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh. Because episodes that go five hours, hours, not a problem (laughs) if you're a house painter, right?
1: (laughs) That's great. Yeah. They were made for him. (laughs) That's perfect
0: but but that's really what's happened is is that more and more audio is being consumed. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know, it music streaming is part of that, podcasting is part of that. Um and radio has actually remained remarkably resilient in the face of all of that. Um with all of that new audio being consumed, yes, it is nipping at the margins for radio in terms of time spent listening. But um radio has been remarkably resilient compared to say newspapers. Oh yeah. Or even television over the last few years, what streaming has done to television in the last few years, that hasn't happened to radio to the same extent.
1: Sure, well, radio's been hit in the
0: last year because of the pandemic and people mm-hmm. not commuting to work. Yeah, um, but but you know, presumably, hopefully, they'll start doing some of that again, and and radio listening will bounce back up. But even still, I mean, it's at you know the reach of radio is at Neil ninety percent of what it was the month before the pandemic. So you okay. Know, um, not too bad yeah it, but it's definitely a dip and and you know right. I, but i expect we'll see some of that bounce back for sure
1: well you can also get internet radio like you can get radio on your cell phone now like on your smartphone so you know the same way that you would get a podcast if you really right. wanted to listen to a local radio show you could get it on your phone
0: and and people do and mm-hmm. and the streaming of of radio has increased and actually it's increased a lot during the pandemic Interesting. Um, you know, for that reason. The other thing that's going on technologically is smart speakers.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
0: <laughs> um, and, and obviously that's all about voice in so many different ways. But um, it's an opportunity for people to listen to audio on command. They haven't really figured out the podcasting thing very well with um, either Google or Amazon. Um, it's very hard to get anything but the most recent episode of the podcast you might be like to listen to you can't go back to old episodes, um, and even sometimes it has a hard time finding the podcast you're looking for. Um, but radio is actually quite simple, and I mean, you know, radio's advantage has always been so easy and convenient. Well, there's nothing easier than just saying, "Hey, you know, play me, you know, blah 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 radio station,"
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and having it, you know, you don't have to reach over and turn it turn it on. You don't. It's not like even in the car where you don't have you don't have to reach over and turn it on, right? You, you all you have to do is say um play me that radio station um that does and, make
1: it a lot easier
0: <laughs> you know, so and and so it is making a difference and, and and you know particularly actually in uh households with younger demographics
1: mm-hmm.
0: where a lot of them i mean only about 50 percent of in, in canada the most recent survey only about 50 percent of 18 to 34 year olds have a regular radio in their home um but 43 percent have a smart speaker
1: uh okay yeah
0: so you know when you think of having something that you can listen to the radio on um 1834 year olds have as many opportunities to listen to radio as people in older demographics now they don't listen as much um, but still they you know 1834 year olds listen to radio as much as more than 1834 year olds will watch network television or certainly read a newspaper. Sure. Ray, again, yeah. is resilient even with the younger demos where, you know, they have so many other options available to them that they use.
1: Very true. Yeah. Speaking of these different segments, what does the data that you're gathering tell you about the use of sound in particular markets? And, like, what particular markets are you looking at? Are you looking at demographics are you looking at geography
0: actually all of those things um you know if i look at the canadian podcast listener study that we do which is a landscape study of podcast listening in canada and we've been running going into the fifth year for that study now um, we do break out those results by demographic but also look at it by region and even uh, have a large enough sample that we're able to drill down into some of the larger cities as well interesting so you know you do see a clear pattern of podcast listening, first of all, it still is early adopter mm-hmm. profile. Okay. It still, you know, does skew towards 18 to 34 year olds, um, but a significant number of 35, 54, and even 55 plus listening. In fact, the 55 plus listening seems to be growing. Oh, okay. Um, as as, as time goes know. on. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, uh, uh, again, it, you know, it sort of follows the traditional pattern of any new media that mm-hmm. it's, you know, the younger demographics are the first to embrace it. Um, and it's also urban versus rural. So you look at cities like Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, they all punch well above the weight of their respective regions, right? Mm-hmm. um and and as a result, the audience is actually quite diverse, too, because you have a young audience living in urban areas, and that tends to be a diverse audience as well. Um, so um, so it's really interesting um, on that side. Um, and And radio, as I said earlier, does skew a bit older 35 to 54 year olds who commute to work and again we'll all start doing that more <laughs> yeah. in the near future we think uh-huh. or we hope we hope um, yeah that's a key demographic for radio mm-hmm. um and music streaming is kind of in the middle um you've got music streaming certainly younger demographics um you know are, are particularly when you get to paid music streaming um they will Pay for it um, and, and listen. Um, but older demographics will listen to music streaming as well. Uh, it's an audience not unlike podcasts, but it's a little bit older for the most part.
1: I know we're all dealing with a lot these days, so I really wanted to acknowledge those that have gone out of their way to leave an honest review of this podcast. Like Martha, who writes, Fave! Listening to this podcast really helped my company's audio branding. I love the two-part episode with Tom Emanson. They complemented each other well, too. Thanks, Martha. I really appreciate your comments, and I'm glad you enjoyed the show with Tom. That's one of my favorites, too. He was really great to talk to. And for those of you that are interested, you can also leave a voice review now off of the main podcast page. It's super simple and fun, and I'd love to hear what you think. Now, back to the show one question that i had because i know that apple has started describing this as following as opposed to subscribing you've probably heard about that what do you think about that like did they make a good choice does it matter do people really think of subscribing as paying for something
0: well and that and, and one of the problems among people who haven't got the habit for podcast listening is that a lot of them actually do believe that subscribing means that they're going to have to pay for it because other things that they subscribe to, Mm -hmm. TV streaming or their music streaming service, is if you're going to subscribe to it, you're probably going to have to pay something. Um, I'm not sure how much of a barrier that is or whether it's just a misconception that as soon as you start listening to podcasts, you realize that's not the case. Um, But I, I, I think it's, you know, also, just moving away, what's happening with podcast listening as well is it is moving away from being something that people download on their device to listen to later. And the subscription part of it was perfect because you could it would download those podcasts for you. But you going back to the early days of podcasting and the iPod, I mean, the beauty of downloading was it would take sometimes overnight. For those podcasts to download into your phone, <laughs>
1: that's true. Doesn't take you would that only long do anymore. That
0: at, you'd only do that at home, yeah, because you you know it would absolutely destroy your data usage. Yeah,
1: totally. Um,
0: to do it any other time, but now you know. I mean, data usage charges are dropping. I mean, to download a podcast, um, you know, when you're not on your local Wi-Fi is not really going to break the bank in terms of um, of your data charges. Mm-hmm. And um, so more and more listeners are not manually downloading episodes. Mm-hmm. And that means they're not necessarily subscribing to episodes either. That was sort of part of the behavior that went with that RSS feed sure. downloads. But of course, when you think you're streaming a podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of the other platforms, you are actually still downloading that
1: podcast, <laughs> yeah, right? It is, that. Download, it is
0: progressively <laughs> downloading it so that you can listen to it. Otherwise you'd have huge buffering issues and everything else. So, um, so that's how it counts in terms of when um, a publisher is saying, here's how many people download my podcast. Well, that includes people who are pressing and playing. Um, but I think moving away from the subscription thing is part of that is just moving away from that whole notion around, I'm downloading a podcast to listen to later, right? Yeah. Um, and, and it is, I think a response to the fact that some people are confused about the fact that subscription may mean they have to pay for podcasts and maybe it will help to bring more people into the tent, um, because there's still relatively, you know, so maybe half of the population has really listened to podcasts, right? <laughs> yeah. We have a long ways to go to get to that full um, uh, critical mass um, for everybody listening to podcasts and on a regular weekly basis. Right now, the numbers vary depending on where you are, but, um, you know, we're seeing in Canada somewhere around 20 to 24% of people, mm-hmm. of all Canadians, listen to podcasts on a weekly basis. US, I think it's a little bit higher than that. I think the most recent number I saw was 28%. Um, But that means there's still 70% plus of the population that doesn't listen to podcasts.
1: That's true. What do you think would have to happen for more people to listen?
0: I think I think a lot of it is just time and habit and, and people <laughs> yeah. getting pulled into the and, and, and it's interesting because we've done research on this in terms of how do people get pulled into podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um and, and there's you know various reasons. A lot of it is word of mouth. People talk about a podcast, you gotta listen to this podcast by so and so. But also it comes from celebrities. Um, or um, or people you're fans of that you want to know more about them. And you know, maybe you, you go to their website and you see that they have a podcast and it gives you a chance to go deeper. And then once you're in, then you've got a podcast, then you're starting to listen to podcasts and you start listening to other podcasts. Or maybe you have a niche interest. Maybe you have a hobby or a game. Maybe you're, in, you know, you're, you're knitting, you, know, you like knitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's not many sources you can go to to get a lot of information on knitting, but there are lots of knitting podcasts. And it's a community, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and you can be part of that community um, by listening to that podcast. So as um, so we say, a lot of the new podcasters coming into the medium are coming in on the heels of somebody they follow, Um, That they're a fan of and they find that they have a podcast or they're interviewed on a podcast. um, Or they have a niche interest that they just want to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And one way to get really deep and super engaged is on a podcast.
1: I think it's really interesting, too, that this uses the human voice. And, of course, we are predisposed to pay more attention to the human voice. That's just how we've been created. (laughs) Right, yeah. so, yeah, so I can see how podcasts are gonna reach into that psyche and sort of you know uh, work with it <laughs> but there's also interesting things like like clubhouse, you know we we were talking about that earlier mm-hmm. as well, and I think some people have said clubhouse is like gonna oh, you know, it's gonna take over podcasting or you know like I, I yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Mine are, are probably that I think it'll enhance. I think it will help. I don't think it's going to take it over, <laughs> but I'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think it will take it over either. I think it's a different kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being part of something, interacting with something in real time is different than sort of, you know, um, settling into a podcast and losing yourself in a podcast and a story that's being told. I can find it I find it easier to multitask while I'm listening to Clubhouse than I can when I'm listening to a podcast.
1: Interesting. Why is that?
0: Just because the podcast a really good podcast every word Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to miss a single word that's being said.
1: You <laughs> see what you mean. In
0: a conversation, uh, on, and it's a bit like listening to talk radio, you know, there are th- I kind of pick and choose kind of what's there. And I said, oh, someone's talking about that, and I kind of zone in on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of other chatter that goes there that isn't really, you know, I, I don't really, I, I'm not really as deeply engaged with as I would be with the podcast. So I think that's part of the difference. But the beauty of Clubhouse is that you can interact with some of those people that you love to follow <laughs> on a podcast, mm-hmm. you can actually get the chance to talk to them and ask them questions and hear them in their own voice. And I think, you know, so it, it plays a different role. Uh, and I think complimentary because again, if a, a podcast host that is on Clubhouse, um, you know, will people then go to the podcast after they've had that chance to interact with that celebrity or that expert on Clubhouse? when that podcast is available to them. Right.
1: One would hope. (laughs) I think it's interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, but going back to what you were saying too, just that the, the thing about voice, that's amazing. I mean, to me, I think that, um, voice is that kind of the human voice is that place between text and video and a really, in a really sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Voice does communicate so much more meaning than what you can read no matter how well written it is, it's still the voice that really carries the meaning and the feeling of that. Uh, and you know, as a voice actor, how important sure. that is mm-hmm. um, and how much more it communicates. But unlike video, which has visual distractions and takes you away from that meaning, um, audio has a, is a place that you can actually communicate even more. I believe than either text or video and it, because it does sit in that sweet spot, it's, it gives more meaning than text, but it doesn't give so much context that you're getting lost in the visual distractions. Um, and, and probably the best example of that. I mean, the, are you familiar with the megalab truth test? I'm not actually,
1: but I'd love to hear about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, this, this goes back to, um, the UK, um, uh, back in 1995, um, there was a British celebrity and he was interviewed twice. In one interview, he told the truth In the other interview, he told nothing but lies. Oh
1: yeah. You Uh, know, I think I have heard of this. I didn't know what the name of it was, but yeah.
0: (laughs) So transcripts, um, of both interviews were printed in the daily telegraph. Mm -hmm. They were shown on BBC TV and, um, played on BBC radio. So the readers, viewers and listeners were invited to call in and identify the interview in which the celebrity was lying. They got more than 40,000 responses and the result, 52% of TV viewers, 64% of newspaper readers, and 73% of radio listeners spotted the phony, spotted the lie. Oh. So again, voice communicates more than text, Yeah. but without the visual distractions of <laughs> video.
1: What a great demonstration. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's what makes audio, the ability to create such magic with audio, right? Because yeah. you can communicate so much meaning.
1: It is really a, a beautiful way to communicate, which, you know, that's what we're all doing in podcasting too. So <laughs> I love it. And I love that you're researching all of this.
0: <laughs> it's fun. It, it, it's, it, it, I, find, I mean, I, I must say that in the last four to five years with the kind of explosion of audio um, consumption, particularly podcasts, um, it's, it's reinvigorated my interest in being a researcher because there's so much to find out. There's so many things happening. There's so many rocks to lift up and see what crawls out. Um, <laughs> and if you're curious at all it, it it it's one of those things that you know it really you know when you get up in the morning it's fun to go to work and get things done because you know that you're going to find out some really interesting things today that you didn't know about yesterday oh, I it's love not it. like you're just rinse and repeating doing the same old research finding the same old <laughs> stuff over and over again which for many years in radio research that's what it was mm. you know you really weren't finding a lot of new things you were helping you know radio stations um you know understand how to make their shows a little bit better and Mm -hmm. get feedback on their programming but you there wasn't a whole lot of new things to learn but in the last 10 years and again i go back to the smartphone and now smart speakers as as kind of opening up a whole new vista for audio Um, and podcasting has been the most obvious example of that
1: For ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com slash audio branding strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website, and I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that too. Now, back to the podcast. What are you working on right at this moment?
0: Right at this moment? Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of projects that are on the go. Um, <laughs> Anything have, you could talk um, about? <laughs> I, as I say, I, I have to sort of think through my head what can I actually reveal? Um, we. Um, uh, I, I just finished doing, we do an annual study for the Canadian radio industry called Radio on the Move, and it looks at radio listening patterns, um, it looks at technology, it looks at what people are listening to um, in terms of technology, and, and also not just radio, but you know, podcasts, streaming, all of that, so they understand what's happening with the audio landscape, where the opportunities are. So we just came out of field of that study about three weeks ago. So we're putting together the report for that and that's going to come out next month. Mm-hmm. Um, I can speak about that. Um, we are doing, um, I'm doing a, we're doing a brand list study for, um, um, Charles Schwab on a, on a podcast that they're doing. They want to get an idea of how the listeners are responding to it. So we're uh, about to do, uh, we're about to put that research into the field. Um, also we do a lot of work in Canada with, um, a radio chain called Rogers, which is mm-hmm. really one of the larger radio chains. We do brand tracking for them across the country. So, um, we're right now, you know, looking at the impact of contests and seeing, <laughs> you know, interesting, um, you know, do, does, do, you know, what contests are people noticing and are they really, uh, making people listen more to that radio station or not? Because, um, you know there are opportunities during COVID um, where people are looking for financial support, and you know is yeah. that driving more people to play contests? And you know and and what about some of the things the that contests that stations are doing? What's working and what's not? So, um, um, and that's probably as much as as I should probably <laughs> reveal, but. There are a few other projects where we are working in developing a, a really what will be a really large study of in the US um, that will be coming out you know we'll be working on getting set up and getting going over the next few months so that's um, but I can't really speak too much more about it than that
1: that's okay we'll touch base later we'll find out more <laughs> so if people wanted to get in touch with you or follow you on social media how would they do that
0: okay well the website is signalhillinsights.com mm-hmm. Um, and you can find out what the company does and you can also, um, find there how you can get in touch with us and also in touch with me. Um, my, um, uh, email address is jeff.vidler at signalhillinsights.com. So that's fairly straightforward. Um, I am on LinkedIn as Jeff Vidler. Um, I am on Twitter at, at Jeff Vidler, V I D L E R. Uh, thankfully it's not a very common last name, so, um, <laughs> I, I didn't have to put a one or something after it. So it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, and, and yeah, I would love to hear from any other audio fans because <laughs> again, I'm always curious about what they're doing and, and what they're finding, um, in the work that they're doing.
1: Well, uh, you never know. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. This was a lot of fun and I I actually learned a lot talking to you about this it's it's a fascinating study the study of studies <laughs> <laughs> i like it a lot uh and i guess i'll see you on clubhouse
0: <laughs> yeah you bet well yeah or hear you on Clubhouse, or hear you, you. hear you
1: yes exactly <laughs> thanks again
0: yeah thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast and and uh, and i'm going to keep listening because you there, there's some great conversations um on uh Uh, audio branding podcast that i'm looking forward to um catching up actually because (laughs) i've just been exposed to them i've been trying working my way through them i'm sure i'll get there eventually but (laughs) i know there's new stuff coming out so i look forward to listening to some more
1: (laughs) okay great thanks Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available in all the usual locations. Until next time.